grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Our meditation this morning is taken from the letter that Paul wrote to the Christians who lived in Philippi. Here again from uh, chapter 3, verse 8. Paul says this, he says, Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. So far, our text. It's 3 a.m., and you are smack dab in the middle of a good dream when the smoke detector wakes you up. You quickly realize that you have just about three minutes to make your escape. You have some decisions to make. What do you save from the flames? What do you take with you? Your spouse, yes. The kids, yes. Those are no-brainers. But what do you save next? Your cell phone, because your whole life is on your cell phone. The laptop from work? What about that bin of family pictures up in the attic? What about the painting on the wall that's been passed down for generations? There's a new car sleeping in your garage. The cash socked away in in your sock drawer in case Putin attacks. There's that, too. And what about that Browning Satori 12-gauge of yours? After all, it's a Browning Satori 12-gauge. Well, that little scenario is designed to start you thinking about your assets and your liabilities or what you truly value in your life. Or what about this? Sometimes your homeowner's insurance policy will encourage you to walk through your house and take a video of your valuables. So you can stash uh, the video uh, up in the cloud or in a safe deposit box in case disaster happens. Try that sometime. And you will be surprised at the sheer volume of blessings that God has given you. Well, this is exactly what the Apostle Paul has done in our text. Paul has looked at the videotape of his life, and he's totaled up his valuables and his assets. It was a most impressive pile. Paul's family had money via a prospering tent-making business in Tarsus. Certainly, they had enough denarii to send Paul to the blue-blooded Jewish graduate school, where he studied at the feet of some of the most prestigious rabbis of his day. In fact, Paul was quickly making a name for himself, moving up the Pharisee ladder. The Jewish sky was the limit for this young man. Paul's name and the word Sanhedrin, a kind of Jewish Congress or Senate, were being used in the same sentence. But then one day, as Paul was on his way to the city of Damascus to arrest some more Christians, he meets the risen Jesus Christ up close and personally. Can you say boom? Say boom. Boom. Suddenly, Paul was a Christian too. Suddenly, Paul's personal stock market crashed. And assets that Paul used to believe were priceless weren't anymore. Paul's entire value system had changed. Paul puts it like this in our text. He says, 
I count everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Well, let's put on our Greek hats for a moment, not our geek hats, although sometimes they're probably the same. When Paul says, everything I've worked so hard to achieve in my life so far is a loss, this is what Paul means. The Greek word that Paul uses for loss is the word skubalon. Say skubalon. It's just a fun word. Say skubalon again. Skubalon, okay? Well, here's what skubalon means. It means trash, garbage. It actually means animal dung. Did I just trick you into saying doggy doo-doo on a Sunday morning? Yes, I did. Don't blame me, blame Paul. Because that's exactly what he means, that comparing with, compared to knowing Jesus Christ, everything that Paul thought used to matter, you know, everything, his money, his education, his clout, his prestige, his power, no, now, after knowing Jesus, all of that is just mere scubalot. In fact, Paul says that knowing Christ is this, he calls it, it's of surpassing worth. More Greek words, kerdaino poeo, which means to earn a profit, to gain an investment. And so Paul is saying that everything he used to value is worthless, but now real value, real profit, the best investment of all is to know Jesus. Why is knowing Jesus such a valuable thing? Well, what does Paul say? He says, the surpassing worth of knowing Christ, then he says this, and having a righteousness from God that comes from faith. So that's what knowing Christ brings to the table. God gives you righteousness that comes from faith. All right, well, what does righteousness mean? The word for righteousness is dikazinai, and that means to be put right with God. And there's your problem. <laughs> there's my problem, too. Okay, you're not right with God. You're, you're wrong with God because you sin, and I sin, and God hates sin. In fact, God and sin cannot exist in the same room. It's like, it's like when your dog gets sprayed by a skunk, there's no way that dog is going to be coming into the house. You and God can't live together now unless something is done about your sinful wrongness and you are made right with God. Well, thank you, Jesus. And here comes the gospel this morning. Thank you, Jesus, for coming down from heaven and, to, and for living in my skin for a while. Thank you, Jesus, for becoming my Savior, my Redeemer, my substitute, my go-between, my reconciler. Jesus is your reconciler. And a reconciler does what? It's someone who brings two opposing sides back together again. And so Paul talks about this in Romans 5.10. He says, for if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, how much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life? All right? So are you keeping up with Paul's logic here? Knowing Jesus is of surpassing worth. Knowing Jesus is the one investment where God will declare you to be right with him. 
because Jesus took all of your sinful wrongness upon himself when he went to the cross. So now you're not wrong anymore. I'm not wrong anymore. You're forgiven. Now you and God can hang out together uh, once again. Now you're knowing Jesus. It really pays off in spades and becomes incomprehensibly priceless. Or to use Paul's own words here, he says that I might know Christ and the power of his resurrection and share in his sufferings and become like him in his death that by any means I might obtain the resurrection from the dead. And that's the gold ring, isn't it? That's what makes everything in Paul's life garbage uh, by comparison. That's the gold medal. It's the great finish line of faith. It's the prize that only knowing Jesus as Lord can give. To experience a resurrection like his resurrection in your life. A story is told about a taxi cab driver who picked up a passenger and was driving down the road when suddenly the passenger in the back seat tapped him on the shoulder. Well, the taxi driver screamed, lost control of the cab, almost hit a bus, jumped the curb, and stopped just inches from a plate glass window. Man, exclaimed the driver, you scared the daylights out of me. I'm sorry, replied the passenger. I didn't realize that tapping you on the shoulder would frighten you so much. Uh, it's not really your fault, the driver explained. You see, today is my first day driving a cab. For the last 25 years, I drove a hearse. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, but someday after I'm dead and gone, I want to tap a taxi driver <laughs> on the shoulder and scare the beans out of him. Okay, because I want to be resurrected. I want to live forever after I die. Isn't that why you're in God's house today? Isn't that why you're a Christian? Isn't that why you had Stella baptized today? Okay, you want to see her uh, in heaven today. I want to live forever. And so the, the resurrection from the dead that Jesus gives me, that is my most priceless treasure and asset and possession Everything else is just scubalot. Well, should that smoke alarm interrupt your sleep tonight, hustle your loved ones to safety, don't forget about the family hound, but don't worry about your cell phone. Don't worry about that photo album or, or even that browning satori because you know Jesus Christ is your Lord. You know that he died for you to make you right with God once again. And now there is nothing in this world, not sin, not death, not hell, not Satan, that will keep you from experiencing the power of Christ's resurrection. In fact, that's already God's promise to you. That's already God's gift to you through faith in Jesus. It's your greatest asset, the most valuable thing you'll ever have. Amen. And the peace in Christ that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.